ഹൈ ഓൾ വെൽക്കം ടു കോഡിംഗ് ടോക്സ് പോഡ്കാസ്റ്റ് ഗെറ്റിംഗ് ഫെമിലിയർ വിത്ത് റിയാക്ട് വെർഷൻ എയ്റ്റീൻ പോയിൻറ്റ് സീറോ ഇസ് ദ ടോപ്പിക് ഓഫ് ടുഡേയ്സ് എപ്പിസോഡ് റീസെൻ്റ്ലി എ ഫ്യൂ വീക്സ് ബാക്ക് ഫേസ്ബുക്ക് റിലീസ്ഡ് ദ ന്യൂവർ വെർഷൻ ഓഫ് റിയാക്ട് വിത്ത് ലോട്ട് ഓഫ് എക്സൈറ്റിംഗ് ഫീച്ചേഴ്സ് വി വിൽ ബി ഡിസ്കസിംഗ് അബൌട്ട് ഓൾ ദോസ് ഫീച്ചേഴ്സ് ഇൻ ടുഡേയ്സ് എപ്പിസോഡ് മൈ സെൽഫ് വിഷ്ണു വി ജി ഐ എം എ ഡോട്ട് നെറ്റ് ഡെവലപ്പർ ഫ്രം തിരുവനന്തപുരം ഐ വർക്ക് വിത്ത് ഡോട്ട് നെറ്റ് ആൻഡ് ക്ലൗഡ് ടെക്നോളജീസ് മൈ പോഡ്കാസ്റ്റ് ഈസ് അവൈലബിൾ ഓൺ ഓൾ പോഡ്കാസ്റ്റ് പ്ലാറ്റ്ഫോംസ് ലൈക്ക് ദ സ്പോട്ടിഫൈ ആപ്പിൾ മ്യൂസിക് ആമസോൺ ആൻഡ് അതേഴ്സ് സോ യു ക്യാൻ ലിസൺ ഫ്രം എനി ഓഫ് യുവർ ഫേവറേറ്റ് പോഡ്കാസ്റ്റ് ആപ്സ് ആസ് യു ലൈക്ക് ഇൻ അഡീഷൻ ടു ദാറ്റ് ഐ എം ആൻ എ ഡബ്ല്യു എസ് കമ്മ്യൂണിറ്റി ബിൽഡർ ഐ ഹോൾഡ് റെഗുലർ മീറ്റപ്പ് ടോക്സ് ഇൻ ദ മീറ്റപ്പ് ഗ്രൂപ്പ് കോഡിംഗ് ടോക്സ് ക്ലൗഡ് കമ്പ്യൂട്ടിംഗ് വിച്ച് ഈസ് അവൈലബിൾ ഓൺ മീറ്റപ്പ് സോ ഇഫ് യു ആർ ഇൻട്രസ്റ്റഡ് യു ക്യാൻ ചെക്ക് ഔട്ട് ദാറ്റ് മീറ്റപ്പ് ഗ്രൂപ്പ് ആൻഡ് സബ്സ്ക്രൈബ് ടു ദാറ്റ് ഗ്രൂപ്പ് സോ ദാറ്റ് യു വിൽ റിസീവ് അപ്ഡേറ്റ്സ് ഓൺ ഫർ ലേറ്റർ ഇവൻസ് ആൻഡ് ഓൾ Usually, I conduct events mostly on weekends whenever I get time. All the past meet-up recordings are available on my YouTube channel, Coding Talks with Vishnu VG. So, if you are interested, feel free to have a look at those. With that, we can start discussing on the new version of React.js, that is 18. Before looking into the latest version, um, I would like to spend some time talking about a quick overview about what react is all about just a quick introduction of the different parts of react application and then we will dive deep into the specific features that are available in the version 18 many of you already know but maybe this is a bit repetitive but still for those who are new this will be helpful so that's why i explaining Uh, React.js uh, is a free and open source front-end JavaScript library that is available from Facebook for you to download and you can build interactive user interfaces. Uh, this library is based on the principles of UA components. Uh, this library was formerly used internally inside Facebook and when they found this library quite useful and scalable according to the massive user requirements of facebook they considered this as a success and later they made it generally available uh, when they made it generally available during the year 2013 it became a massive success and many developers and organization quickly adopted this library with the feedback from the developers and other organization that began to use this library Uh, many of them started adopting this library into their de- daily development stack they built uh, complex uis and interactive uis using the uh, f- using the react library and uh, later different version evolved so the initial release happened during the year 2013 and by the time of this recording that is uh, april 13th 2022 the updated react version is 18 that is the topic of today's discussion why we go for a library like react is worth understanding 
ട്രഡീഷണലി ബാക്ക് ഇൻ ഓൾ ടൈസ് ഓഫ് വെബ് ഡെവലപ്മെൻറ്റ് ഡെവലപ്പേഴ്സ് യൂസ് ടേക്ക് ആൻഡ് ഓഫ് എ മോണോ ലേത്തിക് അപ്രോച്ച് ഫോർ ഡെവലപ്പിംഗ് വെബ് ആപ്ലിക്കേഷൻ ദ കൺസിഡർ ആൻഡ് ഡെവലപ്പ് ദി എൻറ്റയർ വെബ് പേജ് ഓർ എ സെറ്റ് ഓഫ് പേജസ് ആസ് ഓൺ സിംഗിൾ കമ്പോണൻറ്റ് this was fine during that days but it has it inherent limitations as well especially when we are making a change or when we want to maintain a larger website this approach is not that much feasible also this approach also makes the functionality of a web page very difficult to isolate and very difficult to understand so a new developer would feel much difficult to understand what's going behind the scene and moreover its limits reusability because we are considering only a single page as a entity then we don't have the option to further break it down and reuse in that in other part of the application then uh, later when the development evolved many other forms of architecture evolved like con- like the concept of shared libraries then the concept of mvc and all evolved but what the facebook s- says in their blog when they come up with this uh, new approach of the component kind of architecture what they mentioned is like even though there were existing architecture patterns during that time like the mvc and all still that wouldn't that didn't quite scaled efficiently according to the massive users of facebook so they considered mvc kind of an architecture as an utter uh, failure and they reinvented uh, they kind of a not reinvented they adopted a different kind of strategy called the component based strategy where facebook feels that the data that is uh, data the associated logic and presentation that are all related to a specific functionality should remain at one place so thus they came up with the idea of uh, components so in component mode of architecture according to react a web page will be composed of smaller modular parts called components and the role of a react developer is to create different reusable components and then assemble that uh, into make a final web page according to the requirements of the users facebook adopted this strategy so if you look at a facebook page their comments their chat section is on component and even inside that chat sections they further divide reusable parts into multiple more modular smaller components so that is the concept of component so the benefit of component is that it can reuse second thing is like it is not complex as an mvc architecture if you look into an mvc architecture you need to figure out where the data comes from uh, maybe that exists in a separate file and then there will be a template file for binding the data and all then uh, this way different different separation of concerns there according to react this separations of concern doesn't quite work well especially when when it comes to maintaining the application and it will be troublesome Uh, when uh, updating a s- part of an application we need to change according to facebook we need to change three different files for making a single change 
so according uh, so the facebook suggests that everything related to a specific functionality should remain in a single place and that's the idea of component scheme with react maybe it exists in different other parts but more popular with react and then other frameworks like angular and also the and the recent uh, frameworks um, based on c sharp by microsoft which is the blazor.net and that also adopted that same kind of strategy called the components from an initial look also we can understand that the more modular functionality we can focus on the better we can develop an application furthermore if you look at a component um, it can uh, we can read the component from top to bottom and can understand how it's working in the actual real life scenario uh, things work in a different manner because when a project in, involved there will be lot of components uh, we need to figure out how different components work together we need to go through one by one from the app uh, from the index page to the uh, then the app page which is firing up all the other components and all but still if we get an idea like okay this component has a particular problem the advantage is like uh, just by reading that component we can understand how its functionality is going on so that is the advantage what facebook team is mentioning when they introduced the concept of co- components in react so they entirely um revamped the mvc architecture and moved into a different kind of strategy like component so now let's look at what a component looks like the majority part of a react developer is to identify what components they should make and then assemble that to form the web page so component development is very critical or very important part in react application development if you are interested in learning about react you should be familiar with how to create a component so this can be understood in different ways especially if you are new you can simply create a new react application using the visual studio latest version visual studio is an editor from microsoft and for the learning and training purpose you can use the community version of visual studio which is what we all dotnet developers used to try out in our home that is free and uh, um recommended to use for our personal use and then um, once we install the latest version of visual studio as of the time of this recording it is vers- uh, it is visual studio 2022 so if you install that then you can easily create a new web project new asp.net core project using the react template so visual studio will create you a default react application with one or two sample components so if you look into that uh, if you look into that component folder uh, you can understand how a component is working even though it's a sample application so that component stop part- portion will have the data logic for pulling the data um imagine if you are developing a react web application for a blog website uh, so usually a blog website will have different section and the main one important main section of the blog is the comment section which resides below the post 
so that comment can be treated as a individual component so if you look into if you are imagine if you are looking into a comment component at the top section of the comment component there will be uh, there will be the a section which is written in javascript for loading the data which can be usually from a database or from an external api or whatever way even if you can hard code the data it works fine so that way you will load the data and store that data in a variable and storing that data in a variable is what we call the state inside a component so the data we understood the data we load the data and we store that inside a variable and then uh, we will press, we will do some uh, massaging to that data massaging means some transformation to the data to the way we want to present the data to the actual user maybe if it's a kind of a uh, form uh, it's uh, if it's a case of a currency or something we will add some format or something and then finally we want to present the data so on the last bottom section of the component in usually in most of the components there will be a syntax similar to html combined with the javascript so that is called the jsx syntax so that is very easy to understand it's uh, simpler uh, it's simple to understand like um, it's like a html pure html combined with a uh, javascript so you can if you want to embed some javascript code inside that html you can use a open bracket and then use a variable there so in this common uh, component we understood we are loading the data to a variable we store that variable uh, store that variable to a state inside the component and then state means that is also just a variable it has a syntax called a set state and all if you look into a component you can understand and then we will use that data uh, to uh, that uh, data to present the data or show to the user uh, inside that html so that syntax is called the jsx where html and javascript is combined and used quite jointly so the reason for this adoption is uh, react feels react team feels this is the way developers should uh, focus and they can quite develop very effectively if they can find the javascript or the actual coding logic and the html to be reside together inside a components and uh, personally i feel uh, they are right like uh, sometimes when i develop the react component it's very easy because i can just go inside a single component and can make changes there uh, without looking into multiple files and making uh, modifications to multiple file so this is how a component looks like there are some advanced concept you need to know like uh, either we can store the uh, retrieved data state inside a uh, component or we can store it outside the component that's all um, we need to understand as a react developer but for the understanding of this episode uh, you may not need to familiar with all those just a quick understanding of what a component is enough for you to get started so with that we can look into the other part of the uh, this episode where or the main part of the episode where we are thinking about understanding what's the new feature with the uh, react version 18 so we have understood that we have a component we have its data loading mechanism we have its data presentation and we have its state as well so when we combine all this it works quite well for a simple application but when the application evolves uh, 
complexity is increased just in the case of this comment example which we discussed we are retrieving a data from an external api uh, maybe that will take some time if there involves a lot of um comments from external parties so we at that time what we should show to the user is what we need to think about we, so we can either show a spinner or something or some uh, simple text like uh, data is loading or something so that all resides inside that comment component then uh, when we add this data loading logic and all like the data loading like uh, this uh, data is loading or the spinner is uh, running all, all these different kinds of data loading activities other than the data so our main focus of dev component development is to retrieve the data and present to the user but some additional complexities do happen naturally like uh, how to uh, how to let the user that okay data is pulling from there and we, we want to show the um, that uh, that we want to inform them that uh, let's wait for some more time till the data is loading so that all things uh, when we introduce it's actually adding unnecessary burden to the developers so the problem here is two different concerns are what the developer is handling here one is reading the data second one is how to specify the user that we are loading the data and how we want to show the spinner and all so naturally if you look into most of the um, real world react projects you would see something like uh, in addition to data loading some ex other variables also exist in along with that like the is loading to indicate that the uh, is loading is a kind of a boolean which indicates that the data is loading from external party so once the data has been successfully loaded from the api the boolean will be set to is loaded set to true or something otherwise it will be false so based on that switch mechanism we will show the spinner to the user so that complexities exist do exist when it comes to a real world application so this was existing from the time of react when they initially launched but as uh, as react become more popular more uh, external data loading libraries uh, came out like the apollo use swr or react query which handle most of these data loading logic into their uh, libraries and we can just reuse them and those libraries are available from npm so npm uh, we can install the um, uh, reusable libraries which are created by other developers and we can reuse that in our application so by relying to or by outsourcing these uh, data loading and its associated lo uh, data loaded or uh, da uh, whether data is currently loading or those all logic to an external library like apollo or used swr or axios or react query um we can much simplify the component so we can just use the library and we can simply store that output from the library to a variable like uh, the data um uh, we maybe we have two different variables like uh, the data and then the is loading so two different things that are there 
so that way we can simplify the component but still there exists a problem like if we if we are making a, a bit complex component then handling this data and the additional mechanism like how the data loading is showing so these two concerns will always be a problem especially when we add things it becomes it makes the component more complex so to avoid that or to ease the development in the newest version of react um the um facebook had team had come up with a new version or the react team had come up with a new feature which is called the suspense so what they referred is we can simply use the suspense feature so that's an element which can be wrapped inside your parent component so that element will have a prop and you can supply the prop uh, that prop is a fallback prop and you can supply that to the uh, that el- that element of functionality and uh, or that um, or we can call that as a component itself and then we can simply use that in our application so all the other things we you can remove like the a variable for storing the is loading and all things you can simply remove and you, you can simply use the suspense inside your uh, application so similar uh, equally um, similar methods were uh, exist before there but uh, with the version of 18 this suspense mode is also available for the server component as well so server component is another own concept which is still evolving and uh, which is still not finalized in the react um, in the native react ecosystem some external parties are uh, providing uh, the server component rendering mechanisms but for the react it is still under development so why uh, f- for this suspense fall back they introduced this will work quite well with the server component as well so this concept this ser- this suspense and all is part of the new uh, we new uh, f- uh, behind the scene evolution mechanism that is introduced with the react 18 so they were already learning different kinds of uh, devices like uh, when react started it started for uh, creating applications for the website but as it evolved then the mobile devices become popularly adopted and then the react native also came into existence so they have learned the different devices like the react team has learned different devices like the how a web application is working inside a browser how it is working how that same application is working as a react native application inside a mobile device like the ios or android um so when they found out the differences they understood like inside a web page Uh, inside a machine it's working as a single threaded while in a mobile application it is working as a multi threaded so so they feel that adopting this concurrent mode is quite good for the future versions of react so that is why they were uh, experimenting this for a, a quite a long time and part of that they have uh, introduced this into the react 18 so if you migrate your existing applications to react 18 you can use the concurrency feature or concurrent mode is natively there in the react 
ఇట్ ఈస్ అప్ టు యూ టు యూస్ ద కన్కరెంట్ మోడ్ ఫీచర్స్ ఆర్ నాట్ యువర్ ఎగ్జిస్టింగ్ అప్లికేషన్స్ విల్ స్టిల్ వర్క్ ఆ సిటీస్ బట్ కన్కరెన్సీ గ్రేట్లీ ఇంప్రూవ్స్ ద బిహైండ్ ఇట్స్ ఏ కైండ్ ఆఫ్ ఏ ఇట్స్ నాట్ ఎ ఫీచర్ ఇట్స్ ఏ కైండ్ ఆఫ్ ఏ బిహైండ్ ద సీన్ మెకానిజం దట్ ఎనేబుల్స్ రియాక్ట్ టు ప్రిపేర్ మల్టిపుల్ వర్షన్స్ ఆఫ్ యువర్ యూజర్ ఇంటర్ఫేస్ కంపోనెంట్స్ అట్ ద సేమ్ టైమ్ సో ఇట్స్ కైండ్ ఆఫ్ ఏ ఇంప్లిమెంటేషన్ డీటెయిల్ అండ్ ఇట్స్ ఎ వాల్యుబుల్ ఇంప్లిమెంటేషన్ డీటెయిల్ ఆస్ వెల్ బికాస్ ఆఫ్ ద ఫీచర్స్ దాట్ ఇట్స్ అన్లోక్స్ సో ఇన్ బిహైండ్ ద సీన్ ఇంటర్నలీ react uses sophisticated techniques in its internal implementation example like the priority queues and multiple buffering but um, from an outside perspective you may not be aware of all things but uh, migrating to react 18 is a major uh, forward thing you are you are getting more features and in the future versions of react they will be uh, introducing new features based on this Uh, concurrent mode so this suspense mode is also part of concurrent mode where uh, it is available on the uh, server side as well so they were um, like i said earlier they were evolving during the part react was evolving from the uh, 2013 the time where uh, when the react was introduced and during the past years uh, the team were experimenting with multiple devices like the mobile web they have integrated a lot of learning and also the design and that uh, way they feel that the developer and designer should work sometimes a designer will think the web application to be in a particular form and then uh, that is communicated to the developer to uh, finally transform the design to a working application but because of the limitations that exist with the developer they may not able to completely uh, transfer that to uh, the way by how designers want so react when they developed the uh, react library they uh, focused much on the designer mode of way and that way based on the design principles they created the um uh, this uh, library so that means that uh, uh, a developer can easily adopt the designer how they want so this this is the introduction um, this leads to the evolution of this concurrent mode and all the other features uh, so with the release with this release which we are discussing with the version 18 uh, a set of concurrent features has been added uh, which i said before it's optional uh, but if you enable that concurrent features it will greatly enrich your Uh, application but still your existing application will work without any existing change even if you migrate to react 18 uh, using this uh, uh, this kind of uh, concurrent features is up to you but as you evolve as the um, application is updating then you can um, add more concurrent features to improve the application so suspense mode as we discussed like the loading of data where you can you can simply ignore the all the lo- data loading mechanisms uh, like the ease loading mechanism how you want to present the data um, uh, and all you can ignore that uh, totally and you can make your uh, component much leaner using this suspense mode and the other thing is like um this suspense mode works quite well with the server components as well about the server components we can discuss a bit later uh, but before that um before that uh, the uh, key point here 
in this introduction of the suspense like phases is um firstly it makes the component much leaner second one is like uh, we can add new functionality to the component without much changes um because the logic will be much simpler um example if you have a list of data you want to present and if you want to add a loader you can wrap that list inside a uh, suspense component and you can provide a fallback to let the spinner know that what ui should be loaded or what text should be shown instead of the instead of the uh, uh, at the during the load, loading time all the other things behind the scene will be handled automatically you don't need to provide any variable or anything all other things will be handled automatically by the react the one thing which you need to aware of is like this is currently in experimental mode and by the time of the release of version 18 of react uh, some of the common libraries like the react query the swr apollo and these are all supported with the suspense but other libraries may not have that much support so um, in the coming days uh, react is saying that they will add support to all the major common libraries out there uh, second thing is like uh, if we have if you are showing a spinner Uh, for a list and if you want to add some more functionality inside that list which will have another set of spinners you can have that as well so that means you can nest multiple suspense inside on another and this suspense is working based on the concept of uh, that concurrent mode so that means that um, each part of the application each component will work independently uh, without blocking any of the thread that means better performance earlier also uh, we can uh, load the data and then we can show it to a component and it will render but with the introduction of 18 Uh, with the inter- uh, with the introduction of the concurrency mode the suspense or the component rendering will work in a more better way uh, so uh, definitely going forward to the uh, version 18 will be an uh, a helpful addition for you as a developer second thing i mentioned here is uh, like the suspense works on server component as well so let's understand what a server component is initially when uh, the react evolved or st- when it started usually all developers were thinking about react in terms of client components so everything um, related to what we want to present data to the user and all we develop as a component and that will be rendered by the browser using a javascript and react will take care of uh, the things so that's the way by which we usually think of but imagine Uh, netflix is on example where um i once uh, um, watched a session which presented this concept of server components and client components using the example of netflix so if you open the netflix page you can see that initially when the uh, that page will gets open and you can see the uh, there is a portion of netflix where the video is streamed from the server so that video streaming part is handled from the server side and um, in such scenarios you can use the server components combined with the uh, client components to make the loading in a much effective fashion so there are different approaches which you can adopt like uh, if you have a website with a lot of components in one page 
and if you feel that on component is loading data for example a comment section where it is loading data from an external api which is taking a lot of time then uh, what you can do is you can either show some uh, some feedback like using a suspense mechanism to let the user know that okay the data is loading here but still the other components will load without affecting any of the page functionality uh, quite well um on uh, on approach is that approach another approach is like uh, you can uh, in this case of components where it's taking a lot of time or there is a lot of processing involved then you can uh, move that uh, part to uh, as a server component where it is rendered on the server and it the output from that server as an html is what transferred to the react uh, front end so the browser uh, role for or the front end react part for that component part is to just show the data html received from the from the back end that is generated from the server side so that will be a much uh, better approach so um, uh, so with the um, the main thing is with the suspense is now supported on server as well so if even though if you load the data from the server if even if, if it's taking some time still you can add a loader there from the server side as well using the server's components keep in mind that server component is still in experimental stages and it's not fully available on react but experiments are going on so that means with the adoption of this concurrent mode and also with the adoption of uh, the uh, with some of the changes in the later versions of uh, react maybe a server mode will be added there and you can use that it's still experimental in react it's not publicly um, it's not ready for production but if you are interested in using server components you can check out the next js and uh, then uh, hydrogen or something such libraries exists there so you can worth checking out that you can just search for in google uh, server rendering in react and will get a lot of uh, details about next js and all which you can refer to so that is the second feature in um, introduced in uh, the version 18 so first of uh, just to remain first feature is the idea of the concurrent mode then the second one is like the uh, this uh, server rendering and uh, this support for suspense in server rendering then third one is the automatic batching so uh, to understand this automatic batching it's worth to understand the concept of rendering inside a component so if you look at a component in uh, react you are just retrieving the data from the some api or some database and then you are presenting the data that is all what you are mentioning inside a react component but how the um component um, how the the data changes is reflected back to the user so that uh, for that um, react user an internal mechanism to watch the uh, state changes state means the data we retrieving from an api stored inside a state or it's it can simply think of like a variable Uh, we can set the state set state of that variable and then that state is stored inside the component so the idea here is whenever a 
വെനെവെർ എ ഡേറ്റ ഇൻസൈഡ് ദാറ്റ് കമ്പോണൻ ചേഞ്ചസ് ഇറ്റ് ഓട്ടോമാറ്റിക്കലി റീ റെൻഡേഴ്സ് സോ എവരി സ്റ്റേറ്റ് ചേഞ്ചസ് ദർ ഈസ് എ റീ റെൻഡറിങ് ഹാപ്പനിങ് ഇൻസൈഡ് ദ കമ്പോണൻറ്റ് എവരി സ്റ്റേറ്റ് ചേഞ്ചസ് സോ ദിസ് വിൽ മേക്സ് സംടൈംസ് എ പ്രോബ്ലം ലൈക്ക് ഇമാജിൻ ഇഫ് ദർ ഈസ് എ ബട്ടൺ ആൻഡ് ദർ ഇസ് എ ഇവൻ ഹാൻഡിലർ ഫോർ ദാറ്റ് ബട്ടൺ വിച്ച് ഡൂ എ സെറ്റ് ഓഫ് സ്റ്റേറ്റ് ചേഞ്ചസ് ലൈക്ക് എ സെറ്റ് സ്റ്റേറ്റ് ഓഫ് നൈം ഈക്വൽ ടു ലെറ്റ്സ് എ ദർ ഇസ് എ ദർ ഇസ് എ ബട്ടൺ ഫോർ ക്ലിയറിംഗ് ദ ഡിഫറെൻറ്റ് ടെക്സ്റ്റ് ബോക്സസ് സോ വി ആർ സ്റ്റോറിംഗ് ദ ഡേറ്റ ഇൻസൈഡ് എ ടെക്സ്റ്റ് ബോക്സ് ഇൻ എ സ്റ്റേറ്റ് വേരിയബിൾ ആൻഡ് വി ആർ ബൈൻഡിങ് ദാറ്റ് ദാറ്റ് ഡേറ്റ ഇറ്റ്സ് എ നോൺ വേ ബൈൻഡിങ് വി ആർ ബൈൻഡിങ് ദാറ്റ് വേരിയബിൾ ടു ദ ജെ എസ് എക്സ് എലമെൻറ്റ് ആൻഡ് ഡിസ്പ്ലേയിങ് ടു ദ യൂസർ സോ വെൻ വി ക്ലിക്ക് ഓൺ എ ക്ലിയർ ബട്ടൺ നാച്ചുറലി വി വാണ്ട് ടു ക്ലിയർ ഓൾ ദ ബോക്സസ് സോ വാട്ട് വി ഡൂ ഈസ് വി വിൽ ക്ലിയർ ഓൾ ദ സ്റ്റേറ്റ്സ് by uh, changing the set state to blank so maybe we have a two or three lines to clear the different states and then uh, uh, what happens in all those scenarios is usually in the earlier versions with each state changes the re-rendering happens so the that react will automatically re-render that particular component portion so this will be inefficient because we don't need uh, re-rendering until that f- full state uh, or the series of states has been changed inside that event handler so in that case um, uh, re- with the version of react 18 they come up with a b- better strategy called the automatic batching where if we are uh, setting multiple state changes inside an event handler or it's not just for event handler it's also applicable for async await return as well so if uh, if you are adding async await return and if you are adding a series of um, events and in um, be, uh, be, uh, for event handlers or even for async await kind of methods then automatically at the final uh, if, uh, uh, after uh, changing all the different states only then the re-rendering will happen so and that will be more efficient than rendering on each state changes but some scenarios you may want to still use the uh, rendering to happen at each state changes in that st- case you can use a uh, native syntax code which is available with the version 18 called the flush sync which will immediately re-render the component but otherwise if it identifies that there if there is a series of state changes inside an event inside an event handler then it will wait till all the state changes are applied and then only a re-render will happen so that will be much uh, effective it can it can uh, avoid unnecessary uh, re-rendering so that's a great uh, benefit they have added then uh, the um uh, another major thing uh, react mentioned is like uh, they are gradually adopting this concurrent features in all the future version so this is a breaking change from the part of react but uh, they have tested they have upgraded thousands of existing components to react 18 and they have found that all the existing components will work fine with the concurrent rendering without any changes uh, but uh, they say that if you are migrating from a lower version uh, maybe some part requires some additional migration effort but still that would be 
uh, good so let's see how we can migrate an existing application to react so that is uh, also worth discussing here so if you have a prior version of application running in react 16 or 17 uh, it's easy to upgrade to 18 so just like i mentioned here react blog says that they have migrated thousands of application and it's all working fine so you can also worth give it a try all the existing functionalities will work as it is and you can also leverage some of the concurrent mode features like we discussed earlier to upgrade you just install uh, the react and react dom to the latest version which is the 18 you may be using a 16 or 17 you can upgrade that to 18 then uh, you need to change the um, app dot uh, js or tsx file as well so older versions may be using react dom dot render method you need to change that to react dom dot create root so when you done when you plan to migrate and when you done the um, version upgrade of the react and react dom still the application would work but you will get a warning like you need to change the react dom dot render to react dom dot create root method which is very similar the full syntax of how to change that uh, method is given in the react js dot org slash blog uh, where you can read and understand how that change can be done and then uh, everything else will work quite um, good as before so that's all what you need to done but um, majority of case it will be work fine is what they are mentioning then the server components is also an upcoming feature um, they come with the combinations of this concurrent mode they will plan to integrate but like i mentioned earlier it's now it's still in an initial development experimental version so if you are interested uh, in server components you can check out the next.js or hydrogen there is also another one um, library called a remix which you can use uh, for server components as well then um, then a new feature called a transition is also uh, introduced it's a kind of an api as well uh, it's also introduced with the react 18 uh, the transition is a kind of a new concept in react to distinguish between urgent and non-urgent updates um, so urgent updates means that if you type something or clicking or pressing and so on it's an urgent update a transition update means that a transiting a transition from one ui to another it's called a transition update so this is useful especially um, when uh, when you feel like for example urgent updates like typing clicking or pressing um, which you you may need to uh, uh, for example when you select a filter in a drop down uh, we are expecting that filter button to respond immediately when we click however the actual results may transition separately so a small delay would be uh, expected so and if you change the filter again 
before the results are done rendering you only care to see the latest results so uh, typically for this kind of uh, better user experience um a single user input should result in both a urgent update and a non urgent one and you can use the transition api inside an input event to inform react which updates are urgent and which are transition so transition um api is there uh, so that way you can use then uh, the other um um some of the other um, um apis or hooks that are introduced with the react version 18 is the use id the use id is a new hook for generating unique ids on both the client and the server uh, while avoiding the uh, html hydration mismatches uh, so it is particularly useful for component libraries integrating with accessibility api that requires unique identities um so there was an issue that exist in react 17 um and it's even more important in react 18 because of how the new streaming server renders delivers html out of order so this use id will be very helpful um keep in mind that this use id is not for generating keys in a list keys uh, should be generated from your data so if you are aware of react components if when we are presenting uh, a list of data we should use a key and this use id cannot be used for generating key this is a um, this is especially used for generating unique ids uh, to avoid especially to um, avoid the html hydration mismatches and especially for accessibility api users then the use transition api which we just discussed that is uh, use transition and start transition let you mark some state updates as urgent and not urgent um uh, so once you mark a uh, mark a state update with use transition and start transition it will be considered as not urgent uh, so by default other state updates will be considered urgent by default then um use deferred value is another on a important hook that is uh, available with the react version 18 based on that uh, concurrent mode so the yeah uh, one second yeah so the um use deferred value this hook allows you to um defer the uh, re-rendering of non urgent part of an application imagine if you have a uh, a list application and the list is loading a lot of data and you have a button called a refresh button on top so when you click on refresh button naturally uh, you would expect the data to be reloaded from the server and then the list should be updated so you can you can click a few times continuously and the data below the um, uh, list will be automatically updated based on how fast your system is but imagine if your system is a non performant one you can emulate that by using the chrome debugger app and then you can try clicking on the button so at that time the screen the user interface freezes so 
why this happens is it is trying to click on uh, the react is trying to update the click part of that button and at the same time its underlying part called the uh, list part is also it's uh, trying to update at the same time with a no uh, use uh, with a slow machine so uh, what you can do is you can uh, use the use deferred value to lets you defer re-rendering a known urgent part of a tree it's kind of a it's similar to debouncing uh, there is no fixed time delay so react will attempt the deferred render right after the first re uh, render is reflected on the screen so if you feel that um, if you wa don't want a list to block the ui then you can defer it value so uh, um, react will re-render that other part and then once that is over then this part will be rendered so this way it will perform better on a known uh, performing system or a, on a slower system so in this way uh, a few other library a uh, few other apis or hooks also exist uh, with the uh, react version 18 uh, you can check more on the reactjs.org so the, those are the use insertion effect and also the use a sync external store so that all are also are available there M much more will be coming in the upcoming version so these are all the important things i want to highlight in uh, today's session uh, today's episode and um you, you can worth a try out all these different things so uh, the main main thing is the concurrent mode then the suspense as well as the uh, set of other APIs like the deferred API these are all the important things and also the support for the server rendering even though still it's in an experimental stage is another important thing so react says that um, as a react developer uh, in the future we can combine the server rendering and the client rendering together in order to provide a consistent UI experience. So some part of data can be loaded more fastly or, gener or rendered more effectively from the server while the other part can be generated effectively from the client side. So combining these two, identifying and combining these two would be possible in the future versions of React. This concept is same for that uh, Blazor as well. So there is also exist a server Blazor server as well as a Blazor WebAssembly where one is generated on the server, another one mostly from the client side. So th these are two approaches. But here the React is trying to load some of the uh, things which they feel which can load better from a server perspective. They can do that uh, from server and they can reuse that from the um, user uh, UA side um, even though if we have a web page and if there are especially any on scenarios like the dashboard scenario where we are loading a lot of data on a component um, some components can we are able to load data quickly from the API but while other components can have a massive amount of data and it needs to be loaded better from a server side then we can make that part of server side and then we can um, render from there so that's the uh, benefit of server side rendering so these two combined will be the future is what uh, I understood from going through their blocks 
so in addition to listening this episode you can uh, try worth try out these things by using your visual studio or if if you don't have visual studio you can try another approach as well by using the create react app syntax so once you install the react then you can you can um, uh, you can uh, try out the command create react app and then it will create a sample application for you then you can look into the uh, details of the components and all how and understand these features if you are using the latest version that is react 18 by default all the concurrent uh, features will be available there and you you are optional to use that but uh, using that will be greatly benefit because some of the applications uh, which we were developed using the older versions of react we everyone know that how much extra codes we have added just to display the loader and spinner and all and all the data loading mechanism and it becomes a bit uh, cluttered after a point of time when we add a lot of functionality so that all can be simplified with the help of that suspense and in addition to that it will render the application more effectively because of the support for this concurrent mode as well as the batching support exist there uh, automatic batching supports there which uh, which unnecessarily avoids re-rendering so Uh, you can use uh, all of these features so migrating will definitely be a helpful addition migration we have understood that migration is also easier uh, it's very simple to migrate just uh, update the react version to latest version react 18 and then make the change in the app.js like uh, instead of creating uh, using the uh, that um, uh, that create uh, uh, create root you can use that uh, instead of using the react dom dot render you can use the react dom dot create root method so just um, change it that it's available on the block and that will make your application ready for uh, the 18 so most of the time the uh, internal implementation details and its rendering will be what you quite benefited from Uh, your application but because the way by which this automatic batching and all happens only it happens after the end of the event handler or the asset async await handlers then you need to wait uh, you need to check out the different areas where you expect a break that can happen in that areas you can use the flush uh, sync um, explicitly to force uh, re-rendering of a state in the case of uh, force re-rendering of a component so with that uh, thank you everyone for listening this episode i hope it give a brief overview about react as well as the newest features that are available in version 18 uh, thank you once again for listening and have a great day